more upbeat. I like that. Keeping it Irish. Oop, I accidentally played it again. All right. Uh, welcome back to the Olympic Podcast. And we're back. Here with Andy and our very own Daddy-O Stanley today. Thank you very much. I like those glasses, Andy. Yeah, those are nice. Where'd you get those? Quad, what do they call it? Quadfocals. Quadfocals? Yeah, there's like four different four different uh, oh. versions of the glass. Four different options. Is four different options, yeah. You can and also weld with them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm sitting here. Like, I was thinking, I asked the girl when I got these, uh, in case people don't know, Dad is blind in the left eye. So he has to have... You can't a, see out of the other. The other one, yeah. <laughs> He's so shoot I, blind. Shoot so blind. I, so I asked the uh, I asked the young lady in the uh, in the iMart, um, iWorks, I works over by sure. uh, Home Depot in Janesville, Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Uh, what what do I do in a job interview? Because I'm I would be sitting there like moving my head like uh, <laughs> like a seal, right? Or something. Oh. Like, and then the people that would be interviewing me in job interview would be going like, uh, yeah, um, we'll give you a jingle. Right. <laughs> well, now this could work out because if you were auditioning or you know a job interview to be a professional piano player. Being that you are partially Oh, blind. Stevie Wonder. <laughs> yeah, that's what they look like. Yeah, as I'm trying to focus my uh, my my uh, quad focals. They'll be like, uh, Bob, thanks for coming in, but uh, I'll tell you what, you're not that great of a piano player. <laughs> be like, but I'm only blind in one eye. See, so I'm about half as good as Steve Wonder. And I play the saxophone. So. Oh, you play the saxophone. Yeah. Oh, okay. Me and Bill Clinton. They'll be like, you're no Stevie uh, Wonder. They'll be like, you know Steve? <laughs> I did not. I did not have sex with that saxophone. <laughs> <laughs> I did not bury that saxophone. Um, uh, speaking of Irish, uh, one thing that me and Andy talk about, and it's kind of our pet uh, thing that we try to, like a charity, I guess, if you will, is we try to end Irish discrimination all over the world. Yeah, somebody has to, right? And uh, we've noticed that we get uh, looks. Um, people don't want us in their place of business. People don't want to hire us. And uh, did you hear the story coming out of South Korea recently? I was very upset by it. Did you hear about this, Bob? Uh, I sure. I I, I wait with bated anticipation. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's what happened. If you ever wanted to be if a school teacher in South Korea and you're an Irish person, you are out of luck. Uh, this one lady by the name of Katie, coincidentally. All right. Uh, she. <laughs> applied to be a school teacher in South Korea, and she got denied. So she writes back to the company, which she found on uh, Craigslist. Although I did get a job from Craigslist one time. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. It's X-rated. But, um, she <laughs> says uh, she asked the place why she didn't get considered for the job, and here's what they wrote back. To my dearest Katie. Well, they didn't write that part, but... They wrote, I am sorry to inform you that our client does not hire Irish people due to the alcoholism nature of your kind. Wow. Best of luck in the future. Sounds like straight up lawsuit to me. I am outraged. And I would like for every South Korean person to lose their job um, and reparations for me. This is from the country of Kia. That's true. Yeah. Kia and Hyundai. That's right. Yeah. I. Uh, m- Little Daddio's wife, uh, Mrs. Daddio, had one of the first Hyundai's that ever came to America in 1980. Oh God, 1988. Yeah. Yeah. What a pile! Really? Of nuts and bolts that that thing was. Holy smokes! I'll tell you what, they've come a long way because Mrs. Chad has, <laughs> yeah. has, a, has Kia, a new version has a Kia that uh, wow. runs like a top. Well, I was wow. going to tell you once. Uh, you know, at first you don't think they're much, but once you slap an OMP sticker on mm-hmm. them and turn the music up really loud, they work great. The funny thing is, we had her Kia Soul uh, hamster mobile, if you will, on one of those. Love those guys. Yeah, we had it on one of those machines that tests the horsepower on it. Um, it was getting a good forty, fifty horsepower. Slap the OMP sticker on it, plus five. Boom. Plus five HP just with a hashtag Damn. OMP. <laughs> so if anybody wants one of those. You know what's funny? We're on to something with these stickers because people have been sending me photos out in the wild Yeah. of, do you know whose car this is? And I'm like, how would I know whose that is unless it's mine or Chad's maybe? That's a good point. Out in the wild, like like 
deer hunters are taking, you know. Out in the wild on, like, uh, Milton Avenue or uh, (laughs) on the way to Milwaukee, for example, on the highway. Like, I'll tell you what I did see is a Mitsubishi without one on it. Oh. Ouch. Ouch. A Mitsubishi with... Without an OMP sticker on it. Oh, I thought you said with Alan on it. Ouch. <laughs> oh, no. No Alan. Well, that, would, that would be Mrs. Keese. Uh, that would be... It would be Mrs. Daddio's car. <laughs> no. Mrs. Mrs. O. Yeah. No, there'll there'll be no there'll be no bumper stickers on Mrs. Uh, Mrs. Daddy's. You don't car. think she'd like that an OMP sticker? On no, everything everything must. Be, um, uh, da- it's funny you guys should uh, bring up Irish because Daddy is half Irish, and he married a uh, a German girl, oh. and uh, there w- there will be no bumper stickers on. There will be no humor. <laughs> nine nine. <laughs> She will not be laughing. <laughs> Bob. <laughs> so, are you guys Packer fans? Of course. Did you guys I, happen to see that game? I've heard of the Packers, yeah. They had yeah. a decided victory last Sunday. Now, the funny thing is, if you follow the internet, which I do, um, The Onion posted a news article, which was fake, like everything else in The Onion, that quoted Jay Cutler as saying... I'll be the first to say that we need a new punter. <laughs> no, I, I believed it. This I, you I think a lot it was of a true story. Well, the poor guy had to punt like forty-seven times. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, if anybody looked at the article, I seen it and I started laughing, and I was like, I hope he really said that because that's hilarious. But then I seen it as an onion, so I'm like, I'm not. <laughs> but there's a lot of Bears fans. Uh, here's some of what uh, the Bear fans had to say. Um, it looks like. Uh, Sam Foltz took to Twitter, who is Sam Foltz27, and he says, Jay Cutler gets interviewed after getting killed 55-14, to 14, and first thing he says, they need a new punter. Bro, get some first downs then. <laughs> we had, uh, let's see, <laughs> uh, Jeff Buck, Jeffrey Buck 70 on Twitter, also says, so Jay Cutler manned up today and blamed the punter for the Bears' tra- 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 travails. What a leader, he says, and then hashtag Bear Pride, <clears throat> hashtag Chicago Bears, hashtag Gullible. So he didn't really do the Gullible thing, but I mean, I don't know what game they're watching, but it wasn't all him. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. that was a team effort loss. <laughs> Let's just say Jake Cutler didn't throw. You know, he didn't throw a hundred touchdowns, but uh, the defense also gave up fifty points. Mm. Over fifty points. Jake Cutler doesn't play defense. People. <clears throat> yeah, Come he on. does not play defense. <laughs> Crazy. I can't believe Jay Cutler seriously blamed the punter and the long snapper for the blocked punt in the third quarter. Uh, Jay, it was already 40 to, 48 to nothing. That coming from Callahan Logan on Twitter, at Callahan Logan. CallahanLogan.com. I'll tell you, the games, uh, <laughs> the games this year have been crazy. Yeah. I mean, one week you'll have one team just getting completely blown out. Then the next week they're blowing out a team. Like it's like there's not one clear cut. Right. And to the to the to the Bears credit, uh the Packers did get spanked pretty good that first game of the season by Seattle. Yes, they did, and which Seattle mm-hmm. has really just ate one. Yeah, what then. happened to them? I don't know. They're My terrible. Goodness. Should be ashamed of themselves. Right down the dumper. Right down the NFL. I mean at least it was last week they had beast mode, but Yeah. You know. What's that beast mode thing mean you're talking about? Uh, that would be the uh, Marshawn Lynch. Oh, yeah. I heard he wants to go to the Raiders or something. He's leaving. Oh, great. They're going to be 0-16 this year. <laughs> <laughs> he is. He's going to leave He's after this year. Maybe. Why? why is he going to leave? I don't know. He wants a different deal, I guess. Maybe he was the guy that said that... Uh... <clears throat> oh, I don't know. Maybe not. I'm I'm going to leave... You guys don't give me respect. I'm gonna leave and go to a team that will have no victories this year. <laughs> well, he already got a Super Bowl, so now he's like, I just want an easy paycheck. So nobody's gonna expect much out of me here. Yeah, right. Yeah, I don't know. I've been following, you know, because of this fantasy football thing. I've, you know, I've had to watch like I've been getting into other teams and other games. Yeah, and uh, it's really fun to watch when you got 
when, when you're rooting for one of your fantasy football players. That's why I like doing it, because it makes a lot of games interesting. It's pretty cool. So I'm not just watching the Packer game. But then what happens is I watch football all weekend, but, uh, or I'll tape a game and watch it later, you know. But, uh, man, like the Saints. I've been watching some Saints games, some Eagles games. Sure. Just picked up the Sanchez this week. This week? This is a bad week to get them. Well, I just got him on the bench. I don't got to use him. He's picking you know? the guy playing against the Packers this week. Oh, no, no. I roll with Manning. Did you? Uh, uh, oh, yeah, he's got paid Manning. But I got to get him, you know. Did you have to pay, uh, like, a little stipend to get in your uh, fantasy uh, club? You should. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there's talk. The text in the mail? <laughs> uh, I run it, so I'm the commissioner. But, no, there's it's free. Yeah. Commissioner Chad. Commissioner Chad. Yeah, Commissioner Chad, who also coincidentally sucks really bad at fantasy football. <laughs> I consistently get last place. Oh. And then last week I forgot to play Aaron Rodgers, which is good. He only scored six touchdowns. <laughs> I, felt, <laughs> dude, I, felt, I felt so bad because I'm watching the game and I'm messaging him, all right, Rodgers, yes, yes. And I'm like, wait a minute. Wait, dude, what's going on here? Uh, did you like, not play him? I didn't. I didn't play him because the week before, I he was on a bye, so I picked up Cleveland Browns quarterback. Well, thanks to the NFL and their stupid Thursday night football crap, I forgot to take him out. And he played Thursday. And he played Thursday night, and it locked out my. I couldn't switch him uh, up. Like what? Enough with this Thursday night. Rules are rules. That was Shit. that was a killer. Sick and tired of Thursday night football. Yeah. But, well, I offered to trade Manning. And when nobody wanted to, I dropped Eli and then uh, picked up the Sanchez this week. So just to have him on the bench. Yeah. And we're going to roll with Peyton the rest of the way. But. Well, has he had a buy yet, Peyton? Yeah, already happened. Oh, so you're done. You got you don't even need a quarter. You can just drop your spare quarterback. Dude. You could, but you know. not going anywhere. I thought it was interesting that the only, at last year, the only two states that at that time had legalized uh, recreational marijuana. Yeah. Um, both their NFL franchises were in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Oh. And coincidentally, sometimes yeah. people smoke marijuana out of a bowl. A bowl? I think there's something to you know, it. I think, yeah. Fun facts. Yeah. That sounds like a good trivia pursuit uh, question. For now sure. there's five... There's five uh, if you count Washington D.C., which is not a state, but it, it is a independent entity, All right? So now there's uh, there's five states. So um, do you think the Washington R words will make it to the uh, Super Bowl? <laughs> the, the Washington we can't say Redskins. Right, right. R words. <laughs> the R's. We'll call them. The R words. Oh, the R words. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Did, are you watch NBA at all? Are you paying attention to that? Actually, no. At all? I see. I don't watch much, but I saw like some. Uh, I just happen to have like I don't know Fox Sports Live, one of those shows on, and uh, apparently there's a team this year called the Pelicans. Uh, they're not even the Fighting Pelicans. They're like <laughs> passive. Just yeah, they're just the Pelicans. I don't know. I don't know what team they used to be. Oh, in the tenth round of the NBA draft, the Pelicans pick Chad Sheridan. Son of a. I was. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, you see. My career is ruined. Please don't be me. I don't want to go to the Pelicans. I'm holding out. <laughs> the Pelicans. <laughs> it's just like the Minnesota Wild, though. Two of the hockey teams. Like, ooh, ooh. But these guys are crazy. Yeah. Don't mess with the Wild. I know, right? Yeah. Weird. Just weird. It should be like the feral cats or something. Look out, the mice eaters. To me, it just sounded like they were desperate for a team. Let's, let's quick put a name on it. And... i got to look this up because I'm curious what city uh, is known for pelicans. <laughs> uh, NBA pelicans roster. We can look at the whole <laughs> team. <laughs> oh, listen to this. Uh, in the passive-aggressive... Uh, championship game, it's the Timberwolves versus the Pelicans. Look <laughs> mm. <laughs> out, oh, Timberwolves. The Pelicans are going to get you. Who's the Pelicans center? Uh, Woody Allen? <laughs> <laughs> I, wish, I wish I could do a Woody Allen voice. Oh, you can't fake funk on a nasty dunk. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Uh, oh, yeah. The Pelicans... 
are, hold on a second, they are from, well, of course, from New Orleans. You know the New Orleans Pelicans? Sure, why not? Okay, okay, we'll give them, we'll give them that. We'll I mean, give them that. There love, are a lot of Pelicans there. They mm-hmm. love, they mainly eat them there. They have Pelican sandwiches, but um, yeah, it's big there, big. They're uh, uh, lame. They actually beat the Timberwolves. Really? I think I'm going to get a Pelicans jersey. Are you, are you going to get one? Yeah, be like the Pecans, are you kidding me? No. Yeah. fan. <laughs> See, the New Orleans, the original team was the Jazz, which was like a, a really appropriate name. I think their slogan is, follow your nose. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Pelicans. Oh, they even have like a Pelican mascot. Two cans there. Wow. It's all good. Well, I guess the uh, another new team, I'm not sure if people know about this or not, but the Telsa uh, Mockingbirds. No, I didn't know know that. And there's uh, another one coming on. I'm not sure if you heard about them or not. It's the uh, Providence Rhode Island Finches. Yeah. And there's another one. I don't know if you heard of uh, another new one. The Milwaukee Bucks. (laughs) 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 Yeah, the, the Bucks. Yeah, all the NBA teams are kind of lame. The Bulls are cool. I mean, the Lakers are whatever they are. Uh, Kobe. Laker girls. Kobe, whenever I hear Kobe, I always think of the Shaq song where he says, Kobe, how my ass tastes. Yeah. <laughs> Lyrical genius, that Shaq. I saw he Kobe just got the record for, uh, like, the most shots missed all time. It's like, yeah, like a Brett Favre record. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah, yeah, like Nolan Ryan had the most uh, home runs hit against him. But if you play for 47 years, <laughs> yeah. eventually, you know, you're going to hold a lot of records. When you're 100 years old and you're pitching underhand, yeah. you're know, <laughs> going to start hitting dongs off you. <laughs> I mean, if you're on the Pelicans throwing granny shots up, you know, when you're 70 years old, you're going to be setting records. <laughs> I'm Pelican crazy. Oh, they also have, if anybody's interested, a Junior <clears throat> Pelican Kids Club you can join. Oh. Oh. Sounds, yeah. like, sounds like a good time. Let's check out a game. Yeah. Um, oh, uh, this is just in the Idaho Sea Slugs. So the team starts next year. It's going to be huge. <laughs> there's, there, yeah, there's no water in Idaho, as far as I yeah, can tell. so ironic. That, yeah. <laughs> but they're big into aquariums, so I think that's where the name came from. Ah. It's the aquarium capital of uh, the Midwest. Which is really far to the west, so it's not really mid. Nice westish west. Yeah, middleish west. What time's our guest getting here? <laughs> <laughs> Should be here pretty soon. Oh yeah, Bob, you a big sports fan? I mean, you you big in the Pelicans or sports fan? Sports fan. Uh, I, I guess uh, football, pretty much. Uh... Do you have a favorite athletic team that you follow? You know, uh... are you an athletic supporter? <laughs> you know, we talked about that the other day for jock, in passing, yeah. in passing at some uh, Janesville Community Radio meeting or something. We we talked about that. You went to uh, UW Whitewater, uh, University of Wisconsin Whitewater. That would be the one of the many uh, satellite universities of the University of Wisconsin Madison. I did. I went, went to a, a, a homecoming, a sporting event. Yes. Yeah, and they they have like this. They have this like uh, record. Um, the current coach has the most wins uh, of any coach in uh, college history mm. it, uh, in the first hundred games of his coaching career. I wasn't the only one that went to the Whitewater Homecoming game. Janesville Community Radio's Open Mic Podcast very own Andy Anderson also went. <laughs> <laughs> I was there. Busted! He didn't stay for the whole thing, but he was there. A little tailgate action, a little... Uh... A little dancing with my bros. Right, yeah, we came up with a new dance. We'll show you when the show's over. It was a good time. So now, uh, being a, being a uh, an institution of the state, uh, did they did they allow uh, alcohol in the um, parking lot, or did anything they just anything goes? Anything really? Goes. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're down for whatever in the parking wow. lot. Mm-hmm. Holy, um, yeah. Sponsored by Rockstar. Yeah, it was crazy. There was even did you see? I don't know if you saw on your way out of town. 
But there was a couple house parties sponsored by Rockstar. Really? Like, it was getting crazy. Am I the only one that doesn't remember going home? You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't see that. I was in the back of a truck. Well, I was in the front, but I wasn't looking out the window. I wasn't driving either, just for the record. That's why I didn't make it to Art Sparks thing. I wasn't going you to You should that. tell the good listeners that there was a, a storytelling event in Edgerton. Oh, yeah. uh, and Ed Gurton. That same evening. Uh, you could have, if you would have been available, you could have gone to the Arts Park with E.D. Barron. Now, is the f- is this building getting a phone call? Is that why it's vibrating? <laughs> <laughs> it sounded like something out of uh, out of uh, Terminator uh, movie or something. Yeah, it did. Like yeah, the, the whole building just vibrated. Weapon. Everyone out! Get out! <laughs> I think there's a house party next door. Maybe. Hey, hey just in again. time. Could you imagine if that was your neighbor in there playing music? Hey, that's your guest. Yes, you it? just showed up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he is here. Yeah. <laughs> what do you know? I'm going to let him in. The, uh, but yes, that was the same day that uh, Edie Barron of ArtSpark had a storyteller thing like we did at uh, the now defunct... Little Bean. Little Bean, yeah. And uh, on that note, we just want to sincerely apologize to the Armory for their eminent uh, closure since we did a show from there. Seems to be the trend. So, sorry about that. Yeah, there was a lot, yeah. of, good, a lot of good memories yeah. from that. God bless. <laughs> Thanks for letting <laughs> us do it. I know it was a death sentence. But they, uh, we, should, we should give you a plug, Chad and Andy. They, uh, they, they, did, they did say they'd like you to come back. Yes, that's going to be a monthly occurrence for everybody. I know I had a lot of people upset that they couldn't make yeah, it. Yeah, we were sold out. It was to capacity, and yeah. a lot of our uh, OMP listeners did get turned away at the door. We so apologize for that. Apologize for that. We didn't know. We didn't know it was going to be so popular that night. So it it was really weird. The autographs that we signed, the line of people that wanted to meet us, and I guess the show was really taken off. So I want to thank everybody who came out there, and I mean the bar was jam packed afterwards. Um, thanks to everybody. <laughs> Just appreciate it. It was uh, crazy, wow. shoulder to shoulder. Kissing babies, shaking hands. It was eh. nuts. Some dude had his D out. It was nuts. That was me, actually. Oh, I, it was. I apologize ah. about that. It was crazy. Yeah, and if you get a chance to uh, check out our, uh, you know, our uh, our feed on iTunes, uh, OMP After Show, um, check that out. We interviewed both uh, um, Vince and uh, and Bob from that night. So Bob J was his name, right? Yeah. The, uh, He's a local Midwestern us. guy, an Illinois guy. Yeah, well, so is Vince. Uh, really? Tonight when I was leaving, my wife said, uh, what do you got on tonight? And I said, we got a, one of the comedians from the, uh, from the comedy shows coming and stopping by. She's like, oh, is it another really creepy guy? Oh, no. <laughs> she found Bob J. Creepy, but she said she liked Vince a lot, and she said it had nothing to do with the fact that he's hot. Oh, so I guess she, mm-hmm. there's a little attraction. Yeah, kind, of a, kind of a like a Spanish. She was a handsome. Yeah, he did have a little. We talked about the little uh, John Linkozamo thing going on. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. Uh, he reminded me a lot of myself. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> huh? <laughs> no, he was awesome. And I see he's doing some private comedy show down in Chicago. And I'm like, oh, I those guys were gracious. They came after the show yeah. and sat in the bar where we had the studio set up, and they each one spent about 20 minutes yeah. or longer. I had thought they left because when we were sitting in the bar, there were so many people I couldn't see over them. So I'm like, maybe the comedians left. Yeah. And then finally, like there was a little bit, little break where I could see, and then the, I saw them. But they were the consummate inter- entertainers. They're like, yeah, there's, we're gonna do another show here, and uh, yeah, we got to do that. And I'm like, wow, that's like that's like old time. Yeah. Uh, you know, keep doing the show no matter what. You know? I mean, they practically ripped uh, Vince's shirt off on the way to. Uh... On the way to the table, yeah, he couldn't even get through. It like, was tough. We it was crazy. I, I think we they, we edited this part out, but I, I had to like turn the mic, turn to take the mic away for a minute, and I was just like, "Everybody stop!" <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Let him through." And then they finally kind of parted ways, and it was uncomfortable for a minute. I was so nervous too, and I was like, I was thrown up in the bathroom, like, <laughs> and I was just like, I had my hood on, I was like spaghetti, 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 spaghetti. <laughs> Yeah, you only get one shot, you know. Yeah, uh, but again, thanks everybody for showing up. It was a great time, and uh, uh, this is for Andy and. <laughs> no, we're not done. Um, and we're going to be doing another one of those. Uh, we won't be doing a live show 
next week. If you're listening to this on our uh, OMP feed on Facebook, or excuse me, iTunes, then uh, uh, we will be doing a show next week. But if you're listening to this on Blog Talk Radio, we're not doing a show next week. Figure that out. Figure that out, MFers. I know, I know, I know how it's going to work. It's a secret, Bob. Don't tell anybody. Uh, we're gonna t- I'm going to take a break real quick here. I'm going to play another song from Janesville Irish Fest. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, we're all going to die. Right, everybody take the bullets <laughs> out of your guns. Um, this one's called... I think we did the Aaron Gobra one for Katie. Yeah, hide the knives for this one. Hide the knives. Don't throw any toasters in your wash <laughs> in your bathtub. <laughs> this one's called for Katie. Oh no, not for Katie! No, not that one. <laughs> Everybody, put your hands together. This song's for Katie. I'm not gonna make it. <laughs> it won't play. Come on, play. There we go. Okay. Terrible Irish Fest songs. We only lost like 10 people on that one. <laughs> but joining us in studio, fresh off doing a set over at uh, the Armory Comedy Night, is Tyrone Davis. Hey, how's everybody tonight? Doing okay? Yeah, man. Yeah, thanks for stopping by. Yeah, man, I'm telling you, this is about the size of the crowd I had tonight. Thank you, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I bring them in by the one. <laughs> no, actually, we had a great time tonight, man. We had a great time, and uh, I'm glad to be here with you guys tonight. My good friend Andy, I haven't seen him in quite some time. And uh, I know he's not a member of the Dollar Shave Club. I can tell you that right now. <laughs> he canceled his subscription. He actually, he actually advertised for him for a little while. Yeah, I have beard advertised for Dollar Shave Club. Have you? Yes, I have. Wow, wow. I mean, I don't know. It's between what? Duck Dynasty and ZZ Top. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that is pretty epic beard. It is epic. It really is. It's nice. It's nice. I'm trying to catch up with him. 
I only got about, oh, no, 20 more years. <laughs> <laughs> I've been growing mine out, but the problem is I mess with it constantly. I'm yeah. constantly like, pulling on it. and yeah. Like, I'll be sitting there at my desk at work, and I'll be sitting, looking at the computer, and I look down, and there's just, like, beard dust. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh. that's yeah, that's <laughs> no good. Yeah. Everybody that's tells no good. me, oh, I don't know how you do it, man. It, like I'm trying to grow one, and it itches, it itches, you know, and I'm like, well, you got to get some oil up in there, dude. Yeah. Mine doesn't bother me, of course, but, I mean, I... It's another thing. So your set went well? It went really well, yes. Uh, people of Janesville have always been pretty nice to me. As a matter of fact, that's where I met Andy. Yeah. So, yeah, doing a set there. and uh, we, yeah. were just, uh, we were just discussing that earlier, and when I saw you there last time, the pizzas were like this big. Yes, I remember that. And now the pizzas are like this. Really? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, they, they, they took them off the menu now. They're yeah. done. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Him, him and I go, and I'm like, Oh man, I'm like, hey, are you hungry? I'm like, you want to split a pizza if I get one? Because I can't finish the whole thing. And uh, the lady, I order one, you know, same price. The lady comes back with a pizza and it's just like a little. Yeah, not even a pan, right? It's yeah. like a saucer pizza. <laughs> a little personal thing. And, yeah. And he goes, I'm like, uh, well, I did offer. Do you want to <laughs> yeah. And he goes, I think you can handle it. Yeah. <laughs> is, is that one of those things where, where, where you look Andy in the eye and go, he doesn't really mean me. <laughs> I'll just say no. He's being very nice. Yeah. <laughs> just get the comedy burger. Yeah. <laughs> so you got, uh, I was looking, I looked you up on the internet to okay. come up with some stuff. And uh, the first thing Not I found stuff, out. Please don't tell everybody. Well, oh, oh. <laughs> The first thing I found out about you is you died in 2005. Yeah, well, actually, <laughs> I get that a lot. Um, actually, the history of it goes, there's a very famous uh, singer, R&B singer. His name is Tyrone Davis. And, uh, you know, uh, unfortunately, he, he has passed away. So I would be safe to say he had, hasn't had a hit since Babe Ruth. So I'm the, <laughs> I'm the new one. But, yeah, Tyrone Davis is a very... A common name, very popular name. I even think um, your uh, Green Bay Packers had a Tyrone Davis as a wide receiver for a while. Really? Yeah, I think his name was wide receiver, a tight end. And uh, Green Bay, his name was Tyrone Davis. So it's pretty popular, particularly in the world. Now, where, <laughs> where are you from originally? I'm from uh, Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Actually, I'm from a small town outside of Winston-Salem called Rural Hall, North Carolina. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And you know it's country when the first name of the city is rural, but um, <laughs> but yeah, but I'm 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 originally from North Carolina and um, just a just a very very small town, you know. But it it was a fun town, fun town. It helped shape uh, my outlook on life. Yeah, yeah. He was there was a Tyrone Davis on the pack. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. yeah. He played for quite a while, six he, years. He did. Yeah, years. he was pretty good. I wonder why I don't remember that. That wasn't a long time ago either. No, 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 no. I mean, this was in the last nine years, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. Mm. I was looking at. Mm. Uh, we all know each other. You know that, right? All right. <laughs> <laughs> we stop all looking alike, and we just keep each other's names. You know, <laughs> all Tyrones. We yeah, we we keep up with one another, especially the Davises. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at your. Uh, Liz calls you up. He's like, "I'm done playing." your name now, bro. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you hear about Ty Stop singing. He died. And, and, and after about three more passes, you can have it, man. And just take it as far as you can go, man. Just run with it, man. You just take it back. Take it back to about 2005. Tyron gets uh, a phone call. It's like, hello. And he's like, you hear us. Oh, no. It's Tyrone Davis. <laughs> I'm just, just about done with it if you need it. <laughs> I'm like, Granddaddy, you know Top is still in Green Bay. He got it. He's first, Granddaddy. And then, and then after he gets through, then I'll take it from him. <laughs> and what I'll do is I'll leave Green Bay and go straight to Janesville and to the armory in memory of Granddaddy Tyrone. <laughs> You've been all over the place. I was looking at a list of clubs you played at. Florida, Florida, South Carolina, Wisconsin, Kentucky, Raleigh, North Carolina, all over. Yeah. You like doing that? You I like love traveling it. and stuff? I love it. And, I think and that'd be awesome. And added to that, you know, which in, in it was been five years ago uh this week, added to that uh Kuwait and Iraq to when I went to entertain the troops overseas, uh 
it was uh, during this time, about five years ago, and that was probably amongst one of the greatest feelings that I've had doing comedy, actually performing for the troops live. Yeah. Some of them coming straight from their duty stations and they're in gear and it, it was just it was just an honor to do that. And I, and I don't say that for for violence. I'm serious about that. That's yeah. and I and I always salute them every time I get a chance. So, but that was that was probably. But yeah, I enjoy it. I love it. How was it going to do that the first time? Were you nervous doing it, or was it? It was. You it don't really was, know what to expect. I would assume you don't know what to expect. Um, but true story, uh, I was with a convoy uh, of uh, other comedians. Well, it was me and two other comedians in our particular group. Met the two gentlemen from Burn uh, Notice, uh, Mr. Bruce Campbell, and the other gentleman. We all shared a, a C-131, um, I believe. And it was that was nervous, but in the convoy that we were with, the group that I was with, somebody from the ground actually shot uh, either a, a SAM or an RPG at our convoy of three Blackhawks. Oh, wow. So that's a true story. Yeah. True story. And um, whoever they were... Uh, and those and, and those young men and women are serving without question, Paul's bravery. But whoever the machiner was, and I, uh, Blackhawk, with that 50 cal, he leaned out of the side of that thing. No. And whoever it was, I think they regret it. <laughs> <laughs> I think they regret it. But, yeah, but I, I loved it. I, I, was, I wasn't nervous, but I was just aware once you get there. Yeah. You're really aware that, wow, this is real. Yeah. But it was worth it because, man, just to see some of those uh, troops, man, just to laugh. And you know that they, and they were really nervous because, you know, it's all, you know, the, the, the colonel, the general, whoever is in charge, you know. Yeah. And you could tell that they were nervous. And what we did, we went to the commander and said, listen, these are full-grown adults and we're going to let it fly. Because, you know, and, and the thing that touches me the most is that I know that some of those men and women, some of them made it back, some of them may not have, and some of them might have made it back and not as whole as they were when they left. So that's probably, without exception, the proudest moment so far in my comedy career. But, yeah. Awesome. Did you did they, did you get hooked up uh, with, uh, through the U.S.? USO, yes. Mm-hmm. And did you did, did somebody uh, ring you up about that? Yeah, you, well, actually, that out no, actually, I, well, I sought it out, and then it, it was just a, a happenstance. I called uh, Booker that I was working for. She wasn't in, uh, left a message, and it was another comedian there who was doing USO, told them that I had called. And they, in turn, said, hey, he would be great for the USO, and just kind of like it is in this, you got to network to get work, and it worked out. The next thing you know, you're in the comedy. The next thing I know <laughs> is I see some real funny fireworks coming yeah. past the <laughs> Blackhawk. But it was, it was, it, I, I'm really, I'm really proud about that because uh, it just gets really real. And I didn't, I was, I don't want to overstate it, no hyperbole. I, I, I didn't feel in danger, but I knew I was in a dangerous spot. Did you get to shoot any guns or anything? No, no weapons because uh, over there it's not it's real target practice. So right, yeah. <laughs> no ammunition wasted, or, you know. Oh, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, no wasted ammunition in that in that situation. Did you ask? I would have to. I'd just be like, can I just just squeeze off a couple? All I wanted to do, I, I knew it probably, you know, it's almost like a gynecologist. <laughs> guys been fighting all day. Hey, can I shoot? No. You know, so I didn't even try. The last thing they want to do is hear another guy. Right, crash. exactly. That's the last thing they want to hear, man. The last thing they want to hear. Now, what, you said you went to Afghanistan, too? No, no, no. Just, just Kuwait and Iraq. Oh, Kuwait. That's yeah, it. Kuwait okay. and Iraq. How was Kuwait? Uh, did you go outside of the base? and? Well, just when we landed in Kuwait City, and then we went to three more established bases, it was a uh, uh, LSA is the name of the bases. Uh, Camp Arif John is where we started, Arif John. And then we went to LSA, which is another base. And then um, Balad Air Force Base, or the base. And then from that point on, we would go from, they call it FOB, F-O-B, Forward Operating Base to Forward Operating Base. And that's where we would leave Kuwait and to go to Forward Operating Base to Forward Operating Base by Black Hawk. 
and we would do two shows a day. Yeah. And we would do the smaller bases in the day and the more established. And when I say established, I just mean that they had running water at night because that's where we were probably going to spend the night and then take off the next day and then go to the next one. So that's what we did. Wow, did. what an experience. That's it, awesome. it was, it was, it was yeah. I'm telling you, I mean, and I don't, I don't mean to be heavy, but I, I'm really proud of that yeah. because yeah. It, was just, it was just an experience that had I not been doing comedy, I would have never gone to Kuwait or been in Iraq. So they took you around mostly in helicopters? Yes. After we left the three main bases, everything else we did was, Blackhawk from from fob to fob as they call it. Wow. Yeah, and each each one of them, they would give us, um, you know, a, a, a plaque or what they call a coin to represent their um, their base and, and their unit. Yeah, it was it was it was it was a, it was a, it was a good experience. Hmm. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. Very cool. Yeah, I, the only reason I asked about the Kuwait thing is just because uh, I'm always intrigued by Kuwait when I see on TV. Mm-hmm. Um, they're very, like, westernized, kind of. Yeah. Like, they'll have clubs, and you'll see, like, their people are going out to clubs, but then they're all dressed in the same white outfit. Yeah. They're well, all, it's... They're dressed mm, identical. It's really... And I don't want to say the wrong thing, but it's really... Um, it's, a, it's a beautiful place, actually. Yeah. And um, a little fun fact, just in case you get somebody. Uh, it's the second busiest airport in the world. Really? You want to guess the number one? Airport, busiest airport in the world? Chicago. In the world. Chicago? No. Um, I thought that too. Atlanta, Hartsville. Really? Atlanta huh. is the busiest airport in the world. Huh. I did not know that. But Kuwait is a nice place, um, and they've got a lot of customs and traditions, so it's best to just kind of um, just try to observe. That's why oh, you know, people meet yeah. us. And so we, you're, you're not on your own because people who live there, mm-hmm. they come and you know we have bases there, of course. And so you don't you, you don't have to navigate it by yourself. Yeah. So basically, all I really saw of Kuwait, other than when we were going from play, but what was what was wild, is that they drove us in convoys, and a certain car would take the lead, and they would drive, and then they would stop back, and then they would they would change positions. And the funny thing about that is, like, you see all these different cars just like on the side of the road because like when they have accidents there and if people get to people get to uh have they have accidents they just walk away and leave the car there <laughs> no, true story oh, must be nice. they just they just walk away if if they get to walk away <laughs> no. and so you're driving by and you see all these cars on the side of the highway bent up and dented up and and you wonder what they were and they tell us yeah man when they uh if they if they uh, have an accident I mean, somebody will eventually come and clear, but they just, if they survive, because they drive really fast, too. Yeah. And if they have an accident, if they get to walk away, they walk away. (laughs) I heard, too, that, uh, like, people in Kuwait, like, each citizen gets X amount of dollars from all the oil revenue. Yeah. Nobody works there. Really? I was intrigued by that, because in America, if we had that oil revenue, like, one person would get it all. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That's funny. Then they'd be pissed at everybody else because they have to pay too much taxes. Man, I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you. I think... I think in Kuwait, and, and, and I, I'm trying to be accurate, but I think in Kuwait and in Saudi Arabia, they import all their workers. Yeah. And then the government, there's a stipend for every man, woman, and child. They they, mm. they do not work. And that's, and that's great until the oil runs out, and then they're going to have problems. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's funny. But they, it's funny. Over there, when I was there, and this was in five years ago, they had a kind of a, a revolt, and people were upset. And standing in long lines, I don't know how old you guys are, but back in the 70s, you know, we used to have odd and even number days, and we had big, long gas lines because we had an oil shortage, the gas crisis. Sure. And they had lines forming over there, and this is a true story. And people were angry and standing in these long lines at the gas stations because gas had gone up to 50 cents a gallon. <laughs> and they were outraged. Because gas had gone, and this is a true story. Yeah, they well, were they should be if that's not what they're used 50 to. Fifty cents a gallon, because you know they they usually get it for like twenty five cents. I've heard of these gas cents. lines that you speak of. Yeah. yeah, I think it was right when well, seventy end of seventy was it that Iran thing? It was during yeah, it was during uh, President Jimmy Carter's yeah. uh, administration during that time. I think at the end of Ford and 
in the beginning of uh, Carter, and I think we had the gas shortage, and that's when they would start designing all the cars. Every, the speed limit went down to 55. and Oh, trying to conserve yeah, gas. Yeah, trying to conserve gas. And then that's the era of the small car where no car in the speedometer would go over like 85 miles an hour. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know that? I am dating myself, am I not? The era, the era of the shortage, there was toilet paper shortage. Everything was short. Econ shortage. Everything was short. <laughs> Everything was short. Then. I'd be upset. Yeah, I want my pecan. No kidding. That's it. That's the line of death. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, Nothing makes us matter than a nut shortage, right? <laughs> I want my nuts! <laughs> you can take my gas. Yeah. You can take my toilet paper, but nobody, nobody <laughs> touches mine. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> So how long have you been doing comedy for? Um, this is my fifteenth year, fourteenth or fifteenth. I did my first open mic nice. in two thousand and one. So whatever this is. Do you remember the first joke you told on your first open mic? Yes. What was it? I remembered it then. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, actually, you know, I don't, I don't tell jokes per se. Right. I'm kind of the in the storytelling genre. But I remember, I don't remember the first joke, but I remember the first laugh. Yeah. The the first, what I would call my first professional laugh, you know, that wasn't in the cafeteria, the break room. <laughs> it was actually in a comedy club. It wasn't at the family reunion. It was at a club, and it was built to be a club. And I just remember that first laugh, and I remember going, man, this is a lot easier than driving a forklift. <laughs> I think I'm going to give this a shot. Because it's a, it's a lot different. To be a funny person is one thing. Because like if you're like everybody always tells me I'm a funny person, they're like you should do stand up. Well, it's a lot different. Purposely telling something funny than just reacting and being funny. Yeah, yeah. Because I've tried. I've never tried to do stand up, but if I do like a speech or something, and I'm like, well, this will this will be huge. Right. And then my delivery is just a little bit off, and I'm like. Oh, no, I should have never tried to be funny because I didn't get the reaction I wanted. And right. I was like, Everybody's on their cell phones now. Yeah. <laughs> well, I tell you, th- th- that's true. But for me, uh, what I try to do is, and you got, and it's not, it's not even really difficult because, you know, a lot of entertainers, they're so deep. Yeah. And they've got such a process. And they've got, man, I just want you to laugh. <laughs> and so what I try to do is, is, is try to make a room full of strangers feel like that they're at home or in the break room or at the pub or wherever mm-hmm. just to have a good time. I just want you to laugh. So, and, and I mean, don't misunderstand me. There are a lot of very smart uh, comics and they, and uh, you know, college educated and good writers and funny. But for example, one of the funniest people who, I mean, he's, he's hilarious. He, he writes and that's Mr. Uh, Larry David. Uh-huh. You would oh, never know God, yes. that he would, but he, mm-hmm. he, he didn't enjoy stand up. He yeah. just didn't enjoy it. But, I just want to be funny. I just want to make you laugh, have a good time, and it's, and it's entertainment, man. With everything that's going on, and this isn't new, things have always been, there's never been a perfect time yeah. in, in the world. But with everything going on now, man, I just want you to come to wherever I am, or I come to you, and you just forget for a few minutes about your car note, your babies, your bills, yeah. and just laugh for a little bit, because that's... That's what we need now more than uh, one of the things we need more than anything, just a, a break. Couldn't you use a break? Yeah, right. <laughs> no doubt. For sure. Man. You're talking about Larry David. That uh, When his show first came on HBO, I was like, ah, it's just going to be another Seinfeld, whatever. Mm-hmm. Then I watched one of the seasons after it was all done, and I just watched it all right in a row, and I'm like, that is some of the funniest oh, shit I've ever seen. It's hilarious. In the way, like, it's so twisted and strange, and then it all just comes together at the end, and then the character that he plays, there's one episode where his friend of his from his country club dies, and he goes to the funeral, and the, there's a golf club in the casket. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's David Schwimmer's dad. Is it really? Not, I mean, that's the way it was supposed to be. Oh, okay, is that what it was? He wanted the club. And and he ends up taking the club yeah. out of the casket. Yeah, yeah. I think one of the things that makes that show work, my opinion, is that because every time when I, when I watch or hear one of the, the performers were on it, he it's written, but it's not. Yeah, they just and he allows them yeah. to be, you know, you know, here's the character, they go, 
and they get to do a little ad, ad lib, you know, and, and so it, and it comes off naturally. You know, that's, that's the funny thing about it. But One of the things you're talking about with as far as, like, not really doing bits or anything, and mm-hmm. I know I've talked about this on here before, too, but I'm just I'm so fascinated with it, is I heard Bill Cosby say one time, you know the Bill Cosby himself when he's talking about giving his kids cake for breakfast? Right, right. He didn't write that. He said he was on stage and he just got talking and he just made it up as he was going. And it happens. I'm like, holy cow. Sometimes that happens. And some of the best things that end up in um, my show anyway, or comedian show, are some of the things that are written right on stage. Yeah. And it's just, you can't beat it. I I think the, 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 the nicest time on stage is when people are having fun and when people are just laughing. And sometimes something can happen. Now, I don't go to a show to involve the audience, but sometimes it just naturally develops. Yeah. And and everybody gets to have a good time. And but yeah, sometimes it happens. You you'll be thinking, and it'll be right there, and it'll just write itself right then. It's such a great art form. I, I love stand-up comedy so much. That's why. Thank you for calling it an art form. It is an art form. A lot of people do not understand yeah. that stand-up is an art. It is an art because you have to practice it. I mean, it's not something... It's an art. Yeah. Thank you very much for saying that. I love it so much. That's why I love like supporting the Armory as much as I can to try to yeah. keep it going yeah. just because it's... Yeah. For once, we have something cool in Janesville. <laughs> yeah, I think... And I, saw, I wanted to tell Andy, thank you, too. I saw that you had put a post of... On Facebook, I was driving when I heard the alarm on my phone, and I heard it. And thank you for you know letting people know that I was going to be there too. I think it might have helped because we had a <laughs> we had a nice crowd tonight, a very nice crowd tonight. Large. It was the other night when you were you were interviewed another comedian. Uh, you asked something to the effect of the what was the oddest place that you've ever been asked to perform? Um, some kind of little. Place or the oddest place, the oddest or weirdest or strangest. Yeah, you always you hear stories. Something that one of the something you can't get out of your head, no matter how, how much. <laughs> like a Chinese know. restaurant. Yeah. Or um, <laughs> it's called the Tiger Pub in Shady Side, Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> you can probably stop right there. <laughs> <laughs> one of the funniest, most fun places I've ever been. But the stage, I swear, is a old 1965 Pepsi crate. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. And it's located right in between the beer cooler and the grill. <laughs> and the spotlight is a 1974 light bulb that refuses to burn out. <laughs> and it's shining right on you. And the club is sideways. So your audience is to the left and to the right of you. <laughs> so, yes. And, you know, I don't know if they're going to give me money for endorsing them. But, yes, the Tiger Pub uh, in Shadyside, Ohio. I think a road trip is appropriate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tell them Tyrone sent you. Yeah, we will. Yeah. I've seen a lot of places like this, and I think it must be so hard as a comedian to do some of these places like um over in uh, Walworth County they'll have like um it's it's just like a bar and grill mm-hmm. right and then they'll uh, they'll promote like a comedy night right and so you know some people are there for comedy but they'll put it like right at the end of the bar they'll have like a microphone and whatever and then uh, they might have like a few tables right in front of the mic but then they got like the bar and then there's people like they don't even aren't there for the comedy. They're just there to drink and watch sports yeah. or whatever. So they're talking, chattering on while you're trying to do stand-up, and half of them are paying attention. But then these people that are paid to see you can't even hear you really because all these people are yelling at the bar. Yes, yes. And, like, I don't understand why they do that. Like, well, it's it, so it, weird. It's one of those things. It's one of those things that – and that happens. But, hey, man, we're looking for work, so we do it. <laughs> I guess, and, and it, yeah. And, and the thing, but to your point, that's got to be frustrating, though. Yeah, yeah, it's really frustrating for me because I go to some place, I like Tiger Pub, and I and, and understand that Tiger Pub is a fun place. <laughs> but some people aren't there to see you. So, and then um, your audience might not know that I'm black. And and I go in and hear all these white guys, and like, when'd you get a new cook? Hey, oh, uh, you know, and so <laughs> the cook's telling jokes. <laughs> Listen, he's pretty good. <laughs> Hey, after you do that one, could you get me my chicken wings? I'm, 
waiting. They're like, and I'm you like, should do this for a living. Yeah, uh, you uh, are. Uh, man, you're good. <laughs> but can I get some ranch? I order ranch. <laughs> Not blue cheese. I want. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, this is so, yeah, it's, it's funny. Yeah, but it's just, it's, 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 it's one of those things in any business that's called paying your dues. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, they'll put a, like I said, they'll put a comedy room, uh, you know, in a, in a Long John Silver's if, if they can get people to listen and come and pay, you know. Just like wrestling. Do a cover. Just like wrestling. Absolutely. Yeah. You like got to you gotta do it. But listen, you got to tell me this, Andy, because I'm, and I've been wanting to ask you this since I knew I was coming. I don't, now that's an art form. I don't understand how you do it because I'm going to tell you, two weeks ago, I was, because uh, when I'm not on the road, I have a little scrap metal business, okay. and I hustle scrap metal. And two weeks ago, I fell off the back of a truck. And so I'm like, man, how in the world do you get up from a pile driver? <laughs> <laughs> because I broke two ribs. And that's an art. You've really got to be dedicated I'll tell you, to do what you do, man. I've probably been doing that as long as you've been doing stand-up. Exactly. And... About a week ago, mm-hmm. I felt like I got hit by a truck. Really? Yeah, it was a really big dude, man. Just just <sighs> corner to corner, full speed. Bam. Really? Dude, it took me like probably like three days to recover. Yeah. I was like, I just do not feel normal. Well, like, I, I, well, listen, man. I mean, and it's but let me. I, this is a, this is a testament to 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 relationships and friendships because I'm here because Andy's always supported me. I heard about this. I wanted to come and, and share the love with you guys. But even right now, you know, from that fall, I still got, I yeah. broke the rib number seven and eight. And tonight oh, I'm sure. performing. Oh, wow. With yeah. the two broken I'm braced up here. Wow. But it's just, it's just when you love it, yeah. you do it. But yeah. you got to pay those dues. And yeah, yeah they'll set up, a, if, 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 you, if they feel like they can promote a match, I'm sure they'll yeah. set it up. Yeah, a lot you know. of times, man, like even with wrestling, like you got to wrestle hurt. You have you, to, you know, and you just work around whatever's injured. The show or, must go on. You know, you still the show it. must go on. Before we leave tonight, you have to teach them how to bump, how to take a back yeah. bump. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not tonight. No, uh, <laughs> work the ribs over. Yeah, over. Not, <laughs> how do you like that? Not tonight. And I mean, the thing about it, man, the thing about it is, I'm like, I, I wait to get to be an old man to break a bone all my life. Yeah, nothing broken. Two weeks ago, broken ribs. That's yeah. like that's a bad injury to have if you're. If your livelihood is talking, because like your lungs, you know, it directly affects your lungs. It'd be, you would have been better off if you broke your leg. Yeah, you know what? I tell you, yeah, because it wouldn't have hurt as much to sneeze. Yeah, yeah man, a, I'm gonna tell you, a sneeze and a cough when you break a rib is horrible. And but like I said, but fortunately, I had like a week in between then and my first, you know, show back on the road. And so I had to do it, and I did a show last night, uh, and it was my second show uh, since breaking them, but I had a little week or so in between. But last night I didn't wear the brace, and each the first show I didn't wear the brace, and I should have, and last night I didn't wear the brace, and I should have, so tonight I put the brace on. And, from what, and that must be hard because from what I remember, like you're pretty active on yeah, stage. Yeah, I, 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 I move quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah, so that's got to be really difficult. Yeah, and but you know it's it's just like you said about rest, you just do it. Yeah. If you love it, you do it. You find a way, yeah. and it's 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 one of those things that I love, and so I do. And 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 it's you know I mean I feel much much better now. But I always wondered how you wrestlers could just perform, you know, night after night, <laughs> week after week, and then just, pain killers. Yeah, like, hey. <laughs> yeah, and that's funny too. My daughter who's studying to be a nurse. Uh, the doctors, I went to the doctors because I did it on a Wednesday. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, I toughed it out. Saturday, I knew something was wrong. And that following Sunday, I went and I found out that the ribs were broken. And so they gave me this magical pill called Percocet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I, in my lifetime to this point, have never drank, smoked, or been high. Yeah, give me a Percocet. <laughs> so my daughter, she, they, they give me the pill, and my daughter's looking after me. And I started talking to her. All of a sudden, my my daughter just starts laughing. <laughs> I was like, "What is the matter with you?" She said, "It's not me." She said, "Daddy, you're high." <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "I am not." <laughs> so can I have another one of those? <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. I remember the first time I, I 
sprained my ankle or something, and they gave me some Vicodin, and I was uh-huh. like, well, we'll see if these do anything, and I took one, and I was sitting there, and next thing you know, I'm counting them out, I'm like, well, I can sp- cut this one in half, and that'll last me a little longer, and then I can do that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the other fantastic. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I'm going to tell you a true story. I, um, before I, before I left North Carolina, which it was, I guess it was summer to you guys, because it was about 75 there, and, um, I left there, and so I've got some wonderful people who I won't call their names. I don't want to embarrass them. But uh, I have my mechanic and his friend. I was like, hey, man, you know, I need this done to my car. And, and my daughter, I sent I sent some money up there to them. And she said, yeah, my daddy fell off the truck, and he's hurt. And they said, well, never mind. You know, we can pay him when he gets ready. And so when I went to leave, I said, well, hey, I went by to see him. And, and they said, hey, uh, we heard you fell off a truck. I know they gave you some good peels. Can we have those? They go really good with beer. I was like, yeah. <laughs> and so, so that's how I paid for my last oil change. Long story short. <laughs> so just, you know. <laughs> so I know some guys will do an oil change for three purposes. <laughs> it is always awkward going to the doctor when they're like, uh, are you allergic to pain pills? And like, I'm not sure. So like, you've been prescribed them? Like, Prescribed? Oh. <laughs> no. no, no, no. I've never taken them sober either. Uh, you know, it's so funny when the, when, the, when the doctor said, you know, um, you know, we're going to prescribe you something for the pain. And I said to her, and, and I was, and I, and I and I hear that there's a prescription pill problem. <laughs> and I say to this lady with a straight face, yeah, make sure they're very strong. And she didn't bat an eye. She was like, okay. <laughs> like, yeah, do you... Uh, so I told my mechanic where to go. <laughs> do, you, do you recommend a brand I wash to be done with? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, it was so funny. It was so funny that when I went up there, and I, and I'm this is so funny, and stranger things happen, I, all people, but I think some of those comments, we have some of the funniest stories. I actually went up there, and they were like, hey... Oil changes on us. <laughs> I'm just like, Ugh. Yeah. I'm like, hell, they gave me six of these. I can get my oil changed four more times. <laughs> what do you charge for a tire rotation? <laughs> Doctor's like, Tyrone, now don't take these with alcohol. Why not? Because it's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh, hell. Oh, man. That is fantastic. Well, we're actually out of time. Oh, oh man. man, so soon. Well, this is the after show part. Oh, it does fly when you're having fun. It does. Yeah. But that's great. I wish we could uh, talk more about the uh, Percocet. <laughs> <laughs> I wish we would have come to your show because we, uh, we, uh, we recorded there last week. I heard that. Yeah. And yeah, it was right that. after we agreed to it, Andy saw that you were going to be there the week after, and he's like, oh, we should have done that one. Man, yeah. yeah. Well, it, but it was fun, and, yeah. I, and I thank you all for, for having me. First of all, and and probably should have said that at the beginning, uh, but I, I'm I'm glad to be here, and it was my it's my pleasure, man, because like I said, um, I'm always Janesville has always been very supportive, and has always been very supportive. It's very nice to meet both of you as well, but um, yeah, it's my pleasure, man. I, I'm glad you had me here. Yeah, next time you're here, we'll definitely do a show from there. We'll make sure we pack it as much as we possibly no can. No doubt, yeah. that sounds good. But and awesome. next stop, Hollywood. That's right. Yeah, that's, that's what happens here. Yeah, the Armory. Hollywood. That's well, good. It's Hollywood, Illinois. Yeah. I mean, it's not quite the same as California. But Hollywood is Hollywood. I'll take it. Right. Yeah. yeah. No promises, but yeah, it's there. Right. <laughs> well, look, I, I I left Hollywood, Florida, and came here. So hey, Hollywood, the Janesville, Hollywood. I, that, that's what you call a complete circle. Gonna, where, where are you headed next? I'm going to uh, Saint Cloud, Minnesota. Oh man. And I hear no the weather there. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Probably feet of snow. Think like 50 inches or something like that? No, I'm talking about Minnesota right now. Oh, yes, yes, yes. yes. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 you're just breaking. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You threw me back to the long lines. Uh, anyway. Yeah, so uh, everywhere I've gone so far, it's been cold, but no weather, but there's guaranteed weather there. I've heard oh, of it. Yeah, I know some people sure. there, a couple of comedians who live in that area. And so they say, yeah, uh, it's it's not only cold here, it's snowing. So. Yeah. Bob, what's up? No, I, uh, w- what what venue? What, 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 what? I'm, I'm going to be at Benton Station. Uh, I've never been there before, and it's going to be my first time there. But is that like a is it like a is that a a, a big bar? Or 
tavern? I'm not I, quite I, sure what that I is. I have no idea. When it says station, I thought train. So I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I said I'm it could just, have been fire. I'm yeah. just yeah, yeah, I'm just going. Oh, thank you everybody for coming out. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's gonna be funny when I get there. They change the name. They're gonna be welcome to Tiger Pub. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Awesome. Uh, well, thanks again. And uh, like I said, we'll definitely hit you up next time. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm so glad there. you could stop by. Absolutely. My pleasure. My pleasure. Thank you. All right. Well, thanks, uh, Bob, Daddy O, Bob Keith. Thanks for stopping in. Always my pleasure. Yeah, thank you. you thank you, fellas. Hey, no problem. And for Andy Anderson. And Chad Sheridan. This been the open mic. Slash. Time room. <laughs> I listen to all you prize fighters who don't want to meet defeat. Listen to all you prize fighters who don't want to meet defeat. Take a tip from me, the of your Lewis's beat. Now he won all his fights. 23 or 4 and left 20 of his opponents lying on the floor they all tried to win but the task was too hard when he laid that hound bone up against that board listen all you prize fighters don't play him too cheap if he lands with either hand he'll sure put you to sleep I bet on him. He knows just what to do. I'm talking to you. Now he packs dynamite in his left. He carries a plunging right. Either one will make you groggy or as high as a kite. He charges on his opponent from the beginning of the gong. He batters them into submission. Then they all sing a song. I bet on the brown bumper, for he knows his stuff. And lays it on his opponent until he get enough. Now he's a natural born fighter who likes to fight them all. The bigger they come, he says, the harder they fall. Like the rip is left. Boys is all he needs, but that six ain't right. Come with lightning speed. Listen, all you prize fighters, don't play him too cheap. Take a tip from me, the off Joe Lewis is beat.